is happening good evening to all of you uh my name is jamel tony hey everyone i'm lakeisha and welcome to progressively becoming thank you so much for joining us for another conversation this is the day that the lord has made and we shall rejoice in it and be glad um something good my prayer has happened to you today. Um, a smile was put on your face. God granted you uncommon favor today. I am excited to be alive on this election day. And before we even get started, if you haven't went out to vote, leave us at home <laughs> and go out and vote. I think you have at least one hour left on the East Coast. Uh, go out and vote. Do your do your duty. Do. Don't do it. <laughs> anyway, as you all are getting on, make sure that you like the conversation. Comment and share and let someone know PB is on now. We are in the building and every Tuesday right here, seven PM sharp. Maybe one day we'll let y'all in on that. It's not a joke, but today is not the day. That's more or less of a um of a PB after hours. Um, <laughs> but uh nevertheless, uh Never welcome to day. all of you that will be listening to us on our podcast outlets, Google, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Um, if you haven't downloaded the app, go ahead and do so now. Open up your Play Store, open up your Apple store. Um, look for Google, Spotify, um, iHeartRadio. Um, go ahead and click that install button and then in the search bar, just look for progressively becoming and we will come up. Um, all of our podcasts, um, every time we go live on Facebook and in YouTube and even on our websites, um, what's happening to all of you listening on our watching us on our websites. Um, at the end of the day, um, the podcast automatically uploads as well. So you can go ahead and you can listen to us again. Um, 15 at six exclusively on our podcast outlets where we provide encouragement, inspiration, and instruction every month, uh, released on the last Friday of each month. Absolutely. Absolutely. So make sure that you're on one of those outlets um yeah. also make sure you join us this thursday 6 a.m for morning devotions where we will pray with you and for you if you have any prayer requests that you want to submit mm -hmm. before thursday you can do so on www.progressivelybecoming.com absolutely um sharon i see your comment uh it's so true this election day was was one of those you know, balance that is like, you know, it, I like this party, you know, I like this candidate, but I also like this candidate, but I don't like them. And I, but I don't like them. It was like, it was, it was cut in the middle for me. Mm -hmm. Um, it, I like, you know, one person, one party, mm -hmm. but I didn't like some of the things that they was talking about, but then I like the other party, but I didn't like some of the things they was talking about. So, you know, it, it was really like in between for me where, I, I'm sitting, I'm, I'm standing up there waiting to cast my ballot and I'm like, do I vote my party or like, like, what do I do? Mm -hmm. And it's like, honestly, it's in those moments and this may sound really cliche, um, but it's in those moments that you just gotta just go with your core values um, and what you believe is best for this nation. Um, and so prayerfully, that's what you did. If you do not vote, stop complaining. If you don't like what's happening and you don't vote, um, unfortunately, you don't have an argument um, because you didn't exercise your duty. Um, so, again, if you have not voted, please do so. Um, honestly, that's more important where we are at this junction of life. You can catch us on, you know, our podcast, Stacey, but go vote. Please do. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Every time you say that word, it's just... Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I told the next load drop. Coat, coat and clothing drive. I sound like Jamel right yes. now. Um, it's going on. It's happening now. So if you have any coats or clothes that you would like to donate gently or even some use, please feel free to donate. If you want to volunteer, you haven't let us know that you want to volunteer with us, please let us know. You can text us at 855-997-3031. We do have a date. We are um, doing our giveaway on December 17th. 
Saturday, December 17th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. So if you want to volunteer, please text that number. If you have stuff you want to give, uh, please text that number and we can discuss drop-off and pick-up uh, locations. That's also, it, yeah. Sunday Exchange is happening and has been going on for quite some time now. Every Sunday, 9 a.m., the Place of Exchange Worship Center. You know what your lipstick reminded me of? Oh, and this geez. is, no, I'm not being offensive. Here we go. So please don't jump on me. <laughs> but when I looked at your lipstick when you came downstairs, I immediately, don't don't laugh, but I immediately thought of the wrestler gold dust. Good night. Really? <laughs> your your lipstick and has it's I don't the, even know who that is. You don't remember gold dust? No. Does anybody remember the wrestler gold dust where her lipstick matches the exact tint of oh. gold dust's um um outfit? Oh lord. <laughs> No, but immediately, that's what I, I, I was like, wow, that's gold. So now they're going to be staring at my lipstick, though. <laughs> I promise oh, you, somebody's going to YouTube right now, Gold Dust. I'm going to go on YouTube and... You don't like, remember Gold Dust? Let's see him. I don't remember. Because I was a true wrestling fan back in the day, but I don't remember Gold Dust. Wow, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It's true. It looks like Gold. She don't look like Gold Dust, but the, the said, complexion... Remember. Top to, exactly. Top, and he's top... top to, Ty's laughing right now. Because <laughs> he's like, wow, that, that's gold dust. I was looking. Um, so you keep talking <laughs> while I look for gold dust because I want to see what I look like. Yes, oh, see, oh Jackie remember oh, no, gold dust. Me, yes. Ty sent me a, a picture. Oh, I remember gold dust. See, I wish I could show it to y'all. I can't show it, right? How does that work? Can I show it on camera? I, I don't care. You can <laughs> I don't know. Because it's like the metallic look. So I guess that's what it it's is. It's the golden, you know, yeah, like. It's metallic. I love it, though. Keep doing it. Uh, <laughs> listen, fam, I want you, those of us that missed the conversation series, um, <laughs> last week we began the relationship playback. Yes. It was on. It was exciting. It was engaging. Uh, for those of you that missed it, go ahead and watch this recap. And I'm almost certain. That most of you, when you hear the word relationships, you immediately jump into some type of intimacy. Right. But there's so much more to that. Exactly. Yeah. So as we mentioned, like in um, you know, previous conversations, when we discuss relationships in the purpose pie, we're talking about basic type of relationships. Yes. So it's family friends, acquaintances, romantic relationships, situational relationships. <laughs> Complicated uh, <laughs> relationships. Grab your paper. This is going to be a note-taking kind of conversation. And yeah. there are also, like, subtypes of each of these relationships. Yeah. So, for instance, like, family relationships. This can be a connection um, with people by blood, mm -hmm. by marriage, by adoption, Absolutely. so like the parent, the child, the aunt, the uncle, niece, and nephew, we cousins, you know, my stepmother, <laughs> stepbrother, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's what we mean when we say family relationship. Yeah. Friends, we're talking about like platonic friends. And platonic just means the absence of romance. So you may have like a platonic relationship mm -hmm with like your friend or your co-worker or like somebody you work out with or any person that has like value in your life. That's good, yeah. So that's, that's what we that's mean good. when we talk about friends. Absolutely. Now acquaintances is someone who is known but is not considered like a close friend. Yeah. So for example, someone that you see at like work or maybe someone that you interact with at school but you never bother to see um, them outside of those situations and it can be like a friend of a friend yeah so that's mm -hmm. also what we consider like acquaintances we have a lot of those <laughs> yeah i always <laughs> say i have like a lot of acquaintances yeah. um not so many friends yeah because we can often confuse friend and acquaintance mm -hmm. um but yeah you're if, if you if you look at it you'll see that you have a lot of acquaintances and unfortunately few or should I say, um, not so many friends. Exactly. Um, yeah. And then you also have those um, 
what we call like location-based friends. Can you put that in the chat? So if you miss that conversation, go back and watch or listen to it on your preferred streaming service. So we talked about the importance of power, the importance and power of placement. I'm sorry. And we discussed one characteristic, which was personal and impersonal relationships. So we are going to continue. And another characterization is voluntary and involuntary relationship. So a voluntary relationship is one in which we choose the person who we interact with, such as in the case of friendships. And then involuntary relationships are imposed upon us and we do not have a choice on whether or not to simply interact with that person. Um, so long story short, simply put, the relationships we form can be voluntary or involuntary. This means sometimes we choose who we interact with and other times we don't. Yeah, so some of those examples of like involuntary relationships. Um, you do not, you, you cannot choose your coworkers, right. you know, that you can choose your place of employment, right? but you cannot choose the people that you work with. Right. Gosh, some of us are like, I wish we could, but you can't, that's an involuntary relationships. Family. Um, yeah. Family yeah. relationships. That's involuntary. You, you, you do not choose the family that you were born into. Mm -hmm. Some of you may want to change that, but you don't. The family you have is the family you have. Um, you've got to deal with that. You don't choose your parents. You don't choose your aunts, your uncles. That is an involuntary relationship. Um, your spouse, that's a voluntary relationship. Mm -hmm. You choose your spouse. Right. Um, you, and, and you choose your spouse in, in this culture. Right. Um, there are other cultures, unfortunately, where that may be an involuntary relationship. Right. Where... Right. It's 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 forced it's forced against you. Right. Um, and, and 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 I can't even say in this culture, um, meaning like America, because I I have I know of people that live in America that have had arranged marriages. Right. Right. right? So, but you know, depending on your culture, that could be an involuntary or a voluntary um relationship. The your classmates are involuntary. Mm -hmm. Um, the people you worship with are involuntary. Mm -hmm. Keep words. It's involuntary. It's involuntary. You can't choose that. Can't. I know. I, I know. I know. Mm -hmm. But it's involuntary. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so those are involuntary, involuntary relationships. And and I think last week we concluded where we wanted you to kind of go down a list of all of the relationships in your life. Mm -hmm. Are they impersonal? Are they personal? Are they voluntary? Are they involuntary? Um, and perhaps... The, that that placement um, should help you um, better handle them because you'll realize that there are some relationships that I I don't have to engage in anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So we did we did go over some of those things where yeah um like we talked about seasonal like relationships <laughs> seasonal. <laughs> so it's important <laughs> to note that relationships are like dynamic. Yeah. And that these characterizations can and do change. They change. And like I said, as seasons of life change, so may it be the need for change in like some relationships. Yeah. Um, and those relationship designations. And we spoke about that like last week, like we said. Mm -hmm. And the person that's in your life could be there just for a particular season and time in your life. And now that that season is over or that season is no longer a part of your life, that may as well be that relationship. And it may or may not be over. Absolutely. It may just look a little different from what it once was before. Yeah. So it may not completely be over that yeah. relationship, but it just maybe look differently and maybe have to be recategorized into something else. Correct. And that's something that we're going to talk about today. So I know for me, for example, um, you know, as times shifted in my life, as I began to venture into different seasons, um, the need for different relationships um, came into my life. 
you know, one um, particular person, which I will not name drop. <laughs> um, but I mean, he has become a phenomenal mentor of mine. And, you know, I, and I tell, I tell anyone, um, if, it, if it wasn't for him, then, you know, PB and TPOE um, probably wouldn't be, you know, probably would not have started. Um, his entrance into my life was necessary. Mm -hmm. It was necessary, um, for, for the next season of my life. Right. Um, so, and, and, and I, and I pray that you are able to identify the season that you are in. Listen to me. Mm -hmm. You can identify the season of life you're in because the relationship that you are in now may begin to look differently. And as my wife said, doesn't mean that that relationship is over. It just looks differently. Right. right? So being able to categorize relationships are absolutely crucial and it will benefit the relationship. Mm -hmm. it, it will benefit. Mm -hmm. um, categorize in personal, personal, voluntary, or involuntary. The question, the question today is how do we appropriately classify and categorize our relationships mm -hmm. right and there is no one answer right it is almost impossible to give you a rubric or a template um that you can go by go by because relationships particularly those voluntary and those personal relationships those relationships are consequences of your values mm -hmm. and your judgments mm -hmm. as your values change and become more defined and or as your judgments become more aligned with your values, your relationships will change as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why <laughs> today's conversation we have affectionately entitled, would you put it in the comments? Drum roll, please. Where Cassie at? <laughs> put them in their place. Put them <laughs> in their place. Mm -hmm. Today may get a little tight. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> put them in their place. Would, right? you, would you put that on the comments? Hashtag put them in their place. <laughs> put it on your mirror. Um, put it on your the back, the back window of your car. Put them in their place. Here it is. This is a quote. The people we are in relationships with will always mirror reflecting our own beliefs mm -hmm. and simultaneously we are mirrors reflecting their beliefs mm -hmm. all relationships will in some way mirror the relationship you have with yourself mm -hmm. let's talk about it let's chat y'all ready let's, let's go <laughs> so those personal and voluntary relationships those we control and those we allow yeah so if a person's relationship with themselves are unhealthy <laughs> hear me so if your relationship with yourself is un unhealthy it is more than likely that the relationship that you have with others is going to be unhealthy. Absolutely. See, because the scary thing about that and about relationships is that they make you see things in yourself that you may not see otherwise. So, if your if your relationship with yourself is unhealthy, you're gonna seek unhealthy relationships. Yeah. I'm always I believe that saying yeah. like the birds of a feather. Locked together? Yeah. I, I believe that. And, so, and, and maybe unintentionally. Mm-hmm. Well. The health of yourself will be, will be, the, the your relationships will be impacted, will be the result of the health within yourself. Mm hmm if, if you look at all of your relationships it's in your life, the, some way, some way, now, this is not a broad sweeping statement, mm -hmm. but in some way, every relationship that you currently have mirror something in yourself. Mm -hmm. It's who is, how then are we attracted to that individual right. or to that group? Right. It is something about us that attracts mm -hmm. those peoples, those people groups, those individuals. What is it about the health of ourselves? True yeah, that's true. Because I could think of like relationships that you may have had, um, you know, over a time or two, and yeah. you wonder why. Why do I attract the same type of person? Yeah, 
Like every relationship that you may have had has been a certain type of mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. You are drawn to a certain type of person. And that's because these are the characteristics that you have within yourself. Mm. And if I'm unhealthy or if I'm not sure of who I am or if I don't have you know, self-esteem or if I'm lacking in those areas, I'm going to attract those type of people or, you know, some of us like bad boy type of guys mm -hmm. and, you know, yeah. we, uh, we are attracted yeah. to those type of, yeah. you know, people. Yeah. And it's just, you know, yeah. that's, just, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's what we said last week. Within all of us exists the need and the, and the, the desire for acceptance, control, and inclusion. All of us mm -hmm. need acceptance, control, and inclusion. And we are, we are attracted to those people that will accept us, include us, and allow some level of control over us or allow or we allow or we are able to um 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 exude some level of control over them mm -hmm. all of us have it in our lives and so the question i think we have to ask is how is the relationship with yourself mm -hmm. <laughs> hey how was the relationship with yourself mm -hmm. like seriously put yourself on the couch with a mirror <laughs> and ask yourself well, how are you doing today? How was the relationship with yourself? Well, how you doing? A healthy self-relationship is the ability to value yourself as a person and to embrace your strengths and your weaknesses, which we call your areas of, in improvement. of improvement. Exactly. Yeah, how was the relationship with yourself? Mm -hmm. Think about that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So think of it this way. As, and as you grow... Yes. And as you mature, mm -hmm. as you care for your needs, as you realize the importance of joy in your life, and then you prioritize activities that bring you joy mm -hmm. and fill your emotional reserves. And as you focus on your mental health, yes. as you strengthen your spiritual yes. life, yes. as you make time for yourself mm -hmm. and be your own best friend. Say that again. You have to... Make time for yourself and be your own best friend. Like, you got to enjoy being by yourself. Mm -hmm. Enjoy being... Yeah. I love sometimes just having time for myself. Um, And those times could be like, I go get my nails done, you know, get my pedicure, go get my hair done. But that's just things that I enjoy. And that's just alone time for me. Or, you know, just sometimes stealing away in one part of the house and just, you know, being being with myself. And that's something that maybe some of us have to learn because a lot of us may not know how to be by ourselves. Yeah. Like, I used to be like that. Well, I'm not going nowhere by myself. I'm not doing this by myself. But have dinner, like I mentioned, you know, some time back. Have lunch with yourself. Mm -hmm. Take yourself out to a movie, mm -hmm. you know, and just enjoy yourself and enjoy being you. Yeah. And you will see the need to reclassify and recategorize certain relationships. True. And we talked about this a lot last week. So how do we do that? How do we categorize and reclassify relationships as seasons of your life change, <laughs> as you align yourself with more of your core values? How do you classify and reorganize relationships, right? Um, one word, boundaries. <laughs> Would you throw that in the chat? Boundaries. <laughs> boundaries are those invisible lines <laughs> that we set up around ourselves yeah, yeah. Alicia. Alicia. I, I hear you I, I hear you sometimes you need a long time 24 7. <laughs> i hear you lock yourself in a closet somewhere and just be like kumbaya my lord right <laughs> yeah i remember yeah. we spoke about boundaries <laughs> boundaries some time ago i forget what we a were, few months ago yeah, yeah what we were yeah. discussing oh when we was on the maturity series yeah, true and it's like it's really important to yeah. set these type of boundaries because boundaries is how you recategorize and reclassify relationships mm -hmm. listen to us you have to set boundaries as your life grows and expands and you know you begin to shift and move in areas that god wants you and has desired for you to be in you're going to see the need 
to say, hey, you know something? I got to set boundaries around certain friends, around certain acquaintances, mm -hmm. around certain people groups. I've got to set boundaries around them, right? Because where I am now is not where I used to be. Right, right. And if you don't set boundaries, there's the grave concern that where you was, you will be pulled back, back to that. Yes, absolutely. And boundaries, and we're not, and we're not, we're not ridding ourselves to people, and right. but and they are some people that you need to rid yourself of, right? But we're not ridding ourselves of people overall. We're just reclassifying and recategorizing friends, acquaintances, and 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 uh, family members, right? The relationships have to look different. And one of the things I think we all have experienced is we have all experienced the uncomfortable experience. When you are in relationship with someone, again, not just intimacy, right. right? But when you are in relationship with someone that crosses boundaries, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it is unpleasant. Unpleasant, right? Mm -hmm. I wanna, I wanna say, I wanna ask you a few questions. So, have you ever considered or described yourself as a people pleaser? And what that is, is like you felt like everyone's needs trumped yours mm -hmm. and was more important mm -hmm. than yours. Um, I don't know. I think that's a that's something that we may have all yeah. at some point yeah. have tapped into a little yeah. bit because, you you know, you want to please someone. Yeah. And but don't set up the boundaries. And that allows people to, like, take advantage of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or perhaps you 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 find yourself being swayed constantly by the opinions of those around you, and you feel anxious and paralyzed when it comes to making decisions. If you answered yes to any of these questions, you may be struggling to assert and maintain boundaries. And here it is. Here it is. All of us <laughs> answered yes to one of those questions. All of us have struggled with maintaining and or asserting boundaries. Oh, yeah, you put boundaries in the ground, <laughs> but you can't enforce them. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, no, you said this is where I draw the line. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm not going to do. This is what I ain't this, going to do. This is what I'm not going to put up with. Say it again. This is what I'm not going to do. This is what I'm not going to put up with. And then it happens, and then you do it. You put up with and it. And then you put up with you it. You put up with it. We all have put boundaries in our lives. The question is, have we asserted those boundaries? That's true. Carmen, that's true. There's a, it's a difference between pleasing people and wanting to help when you know the help is needed. Absolutely. That yeah. is definitely it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But <laughs> that's the difference. <laughs> Correct. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so boundaries help us strengthen and manage our relationships with other people and within ourselves. And although you may be tempted to think of boundaries as keeping people out, mm -mm. it is more useful to think of them as building a fortified house. Somebody say fortified house. Fortified. Nobody wants to have a house in which the door is always wide open, right? Nor would you want uh, anyone to walk in the door because it's always open. Mm -hmm. Having a house in which we can control the door opening and closing allows us to safely while still connect and live with other people in this world, mm -hmm. right? Having boundaries allows us to let people in when needed and protect ourselves when danger lurks outside. Having boundaries classifies relationship. Mm -hmm. Access they once had, they no longer need. Well, Access they did not have, perhaps it is the season that they need. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Boundaries. Boundaries. Yeah. So in that, um I need you to stop hitting me. I'm sorry. It's it's like a you know, I'm sorry. Y'all y'all know you be tearing my leg. I'm not tearing you. I'm 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 I'm, I'm 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 rubbing your thigh. Anywho, so there are a few types of boundaries <laughs> that we identified that we find that could be helpful. So we have first one we have is physical boundaries yes yeah put that in the chat physical boundaries and physical boundaries protect your space and your body so your right not to be touched to have privacy and to meet your physical needs 
Um, they tell others how close they can get to you, what kind of physical touch, if any, is okay, how much privacy you need, and how to behave in your personal space. Yeah. A physical boundary clearly defines that your body and your personal space belongs to you. Yes. So this may be a little bit more direct, but this is important if you're not reclassifying relationships. Um, physical boundaries are a must, and you must be able to enforce it. So you have to be the enforcer of your physical boundary. It's okay to say no. It's okay to say no and be respected. Yeah. For instance, like in intimate relationships. So you're in an intimate relationship and you want out of the relationship because you have grown and you realize that this relationship is no longer in line with what you want. It's no longer in line with what I need or just is no longer in, in, in line with my core values. And there has to be a physical boundary set in place because you want out and that person needs to respect that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also, when I think of physical boundaries, like some people, when they talk to you, like they got to come all up in your space. <laughs> you know, some people are really touchy and, you know, feely. And not everyone is okay with that. Sometimes I don't need you like right in my face. Sometimes I need you to back up a little bit so that we can talk because it makes me uncomfortable that you're here in my in my space. And if someone is like that, then we have to understand that and respect that. Yeah. And it's nothing wrong with opening your mouth to enforce your boundaries. And going back to what you said, physical boundaries, there are some, as you said, intimate relationships that we may have been in or are in now that you sense that that relationship is no longer aligned with my values. Mm -hmm. It's no longer aligned with my core being. And it, that may be intimate relationships. That even may be some friends. That, hey, you know, some this friendship is no longer in line with my core values. It's doing more harm than it is benefiting me, right? I'm losing more than I am gaining from it, right? And as you exit those relationships, there's going to be the need for you to literally put up physical boundaries, mm -hmm. you know? Like, I'll never forget, and I'll say this, um, when we first got together, like, I knew that there was there were some people that I, I could not allow to call me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I couldn't allow to call. And we're talking about that, I think, next week, right? Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I could not allow to call me, right? So I, th th there was a need to, I need to block that number or I need to delete that contact, right? I, I need to block that number because mm -hmm. I didn't want that person to feel like they had access to me anymore. Correct. That's a physical boundary. Right. There's some numbers you need to block in your phone. Block it. And I may have stepped on a whole lot of toes there. There's some contacts that are no longer aligned with your core values or perhaps the season of your life change. Mm -hmm. You know, perhaps now you're married. Mm -hmm. And there's some contacts that you know any engagement with those contacts could suggest something to that other individual. That relationship needs to be deaded, must I say. Right. There has to come a time that you that you realize that I have to set a boundary and then enforce it. Mm -hmm. I have got to say no when I mean no and then enforce that. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And, and you got me. You might have to set up boundaries for yourself. Yourself. Yeah. Let's just be real. There are some things that we want to do that you just cannot do. What boundaries do you have for yourself? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That may be a, a person that's going to hold you accountable to say, hey, now you know you're wrong for that. Right. That's a boundary. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, the Holy Spirit is a boundary that will convict the mess out of you when you do something you ain't supposed to be doing. Right. Now, you know you're wrong, Jamel. <laughs> I got you, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is a boundary. Right. So what boundaries do we have in our own lives right. that we can live by? Mm-hmm. Because if not, if you don't have boundaries, and it goes back to a word that I love, and that word is discipline. If you do not have boundaries in your life, your life will be undisciplined. And an undisciplined life does not, does not yield a life of purpose, abundance, and fruit. 
An undisciplined life does not yield a life of abundance, purpose, and fruit. If there's no fruit, abundance, or purpose in your life, could it be the result of a lack of discipline? Where's your boundaries? Right. I love it, Sharon. Self-control. Alicia, we're not going to get into your physical boundary. We're going to move along from that comment. Moving right along, because that would be a whole different conversation that we go into with that physical boundary. But yeah, I kind of thought about that too. Like, how do you physically boundary when your breath stinks? But anyway. Uh, Give them a minute. <laughs> if your breath stinks, hey, can I offer you a minute? Can you tell, can you, if my breath stinks, could you tell me? Oh, you know, I'll tell you that. I've told you a few times. You, but you think your breath don't stink. <laughs> you the only person stay. that think they wake up in the morning and smelling like roses. And I absolutely And the do. breath don't get more breath. But anyway, do. back to smell, boundaries. Smell like Colgate. <laughs> back to boundaries. One of our next boundaries is emotional or mental boundaries. And that is to protect your right to have your own feelings and your own thoughts. To not have your feelings criticized or invalidated and not have to take care of other people's feelings. We talked about this a little bit back when we talked about emotional maturity. And emotionally, emotional boundaries differentiate your feelings from other people so that you are accountable of your own feelings and not responsible for how others feel. And emotional boundaries also allows us to create emotional safety by respecting each other's feelings, not oversharing personal information that's inappropriate for the nature of level of closeness in that relationship. So, for example, I don't feel like I don't feel comfortable discussing this with you. So, please talk about that. Yeah. I, I just, I don't feel comfortable. You may have once felt comfortable discussing personal content of your life with someone. But as relationships change, as as the need for, as the need to adjust, right? Uh, uh, and perhaps you was in a relationship that you shared matters of your heart with, right? You yeah. shared the intimacy, the secrets of your heart with, and you realize you need to stop because the designation of that relationship has changed. Yeah. And this is just and not intimate. Place. This is family, this yes. is friends, whoever it may be at. Some people you can no longer share intimacy and the closeness of your heart with. Some right. people you can't share your secrets with anymore. Right. Yeah. The designation has changed. Right. So one of the boundaries you can put in place is, you know, so I'm not going to disclose my secrets to you anymore. Mm-hmm. That's a boundary now. You yeah. no longer have access to my life in that particular... I, I can no longer share with you the inner thoughts of my heart. It's a boundary that I'm putting up because the designation has changed because I'm I'm in a different space now. And, and perhaps I can't and trust, trust you, you anymore. Yeah, that's where I was going. Yeah, it's like, correct. for me, that's more on the lines of, like, yeah. trust. It's yeah. something that happened in that relationship that I have to put up that boundary mm-hmm. because... I no longer trust that the matters of my heart or my intimate details or whatever I'm speaking to you about is not going further than you. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of that, for me, it would be a boundary because of that. Yeah. And then, and, and the person may be like, well, you know, why are they acting funny? Like, we always used to talk about certain things, right? And that person will begin to fish, right? They'll begin to dig for information. They'll be asking you questions, right? Getting getting you, right, to go back to that previous place of comfort with them. Mm-hmm. But you can't allow it. You cannot allow it. You cannot allow it. Put up the boundary. Stick with the boundary. I can't have. I can't give you access to, to, to that place in my heart. And also, there, there are... You have to guard your heart. Oh, there are yeah. some people that can't have access to your heart. I love my wife and she knows I do. Mm -hmm. She is everything to me. But there's a part of my heart that's only reserved for God. Mm -hmm. She knows she has everything that relates to Jamel Tony, But there's a space in my heart that only is reserved for God. Mm -hmm. And vice versa. Mm -hmm. Right? You can't give 100%. Listen to me. Listen, and some of you may be like, oh, you got to be transparent. Listen to me. You have to be wise as to who you disclose to. Right. 
Guard your heart. Yes. Listen to me. Guard your heart. And a lot of times in that, like, we'll, you know, it'll be, to me, I think it's the Holy Spirit yeah. will just nudge you. And you will know when that relationship has to be put with boundaries emotionally yeah. or, you know, so you're not, you know, disclosing those inf that information anymore. You'll get that nudge or something Absolutely. will come up to you be like, Hmm. Absolutely. Maybe you shouldn't share. Maybe you shouldn't share that part. Or maybe you shouldn't give that part of the story. Or maybe you shouldn't give all that information. Something comes up in you. And it's just a matter of us listening to that. <laughs> That's it. It's just a matter yeah. of us listening yeah. to that nudge and that little voice inside, which I think is God telling you, hmm, maybe your trust or maybe what you're sharing is misplaced. Misplaced. Yeah, and yeah, it's just misplaced. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got to go back. I need to get to this because next week we begin something new with some friends. Um, another boundary is spiritual boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. And 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 we're in with this. Um, and we may have to do a podcast as to tips on how to set healthy boundaries. So, but spiritual boundaries, uh, protect your right to believe in what you want, worship as you wish. Uh, as you wish and practice your spiritual or religious beliefs, right? And there may be a time when you were in relationship with someone that now shares a different religious experience. For example, mm -hmm. when you are growing spiritually, it may be necessary to alter relationships that do not share your same desire to grow. This is not to say that the relationship has to be severed, but it is, but it is a must that you subject your desire for spiritual growth and closeness to God. Your desire for spiritual growth and closeness to God has to come first. And the reality is that may be difficult because places you used to go, you may not be able to go. Things you used to do, you may not be able to do. Right, people you used to chill with on certain levels, you may not be able to do so, right? Because your spiritual life is growing, right? And there's a need for boundaries, right? And you must be ready for the shift because that relationship category will change. Mm -hmm. And you may go from a friend to an acquaintance, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, But the question I have to ask is, and I think it's it's relevant, and I I want to hear your your take on this. When it comes to spiritual growth, I want to ask this question. Just because there was not a boundary, listen, to protect your spiritual values, is a person you classified as a friend, are they no longer friends because they may not align themselves with your same beliefs? Uh. Right? I, I don't want to You used to, they, they was friends, but now your spiritual growth, your spiritual life is changing. You are aligning your core values with those things in your spiritual um, scale, right? Or those friends still friends, even if they do not align themselves with your values. Here's what I'm asking. Can you be in relationship with someone? who does not share your same spiritual convictions. I think it's just, I think it'll be hard. Okay. I, I think it'll be hard okay. to do that. Um, I, I could just like use me and you as an example. So yeah. let's just say, you know, we're in a relationship and you don't share the same, my, my same spiritual values okay. or Maybe you don't even believe mm -hmm. what I believe. Okay. I just think that'll be difficult for the relationship because that's a part of of me that I can't fully share with you. Okay, gotcha. And there'll be a disconnect because what I believe, you just don't believe that. Oh, we still friends though. So. Can I be friends with you? I, if... I no longer share if if the my spiritual convictions have changed. Can I still remain friends with someone that does not share my same spiritual? I think convictions? we'll be acquaintances. Okay. Because okay. friends to me is like like really on an intimate deep level. Okay. Like if you're a friend of mine, that means that we 
can share and discuss anything with you, like our core values, like we was talking about earlier, who I'm attracted to is based on my core values, what I believe. Gotcha. I understand. So, you know, I just think if we're going to be friends, it'll just be very hard if we didn't have like the same core beliefs spiritually. Gotcha. Okay. That's just what. Okay. <laughs> Thank okay. You. Okay. So Shaman says it will be challenging because they will always be, there will always be questions about your service. All right. Carmen says my opinion. I think eventually the relation, the friendship will die off. Um, Avarice uh, Soprano says, I think it depends on their role in your life and what spirit and what, uh, specific, specific Conviction. convictions you feel. Um, Lydia says, I think it depends on if they respect. Wow. That's a good one. Your spiritual beliefs. Mm. Wow. I think all of those is good. Um, I can only speak from experience, right? Is that I, I have maintained levels of friendship and I'll say levels of friendship and we have to go. I've maintained <laughs> levels of friendship with individuals that may not be that, that not, that are not Christian. Mm -hmm. Um, because a part of friendship for me includes mutual affection. Mm-hmm. Um, right. and my mutual affection with an individual does not necessarily mean that our agendas are the same as it relates to spiritual convictions. Okay. So there's people that I've maintained closeness with mm -hmm. that are not Christians. And as Avril said, I'm sorry, as, um, Lydia said, you know, if, if they, if you, each of you have a respect of each other's spiritual beliefs, there's a mutual respect there. Mm -hmm. You know where I stand. I know where you stand. Mm -hmm. I ain't trying to convert you. Cause you told me you stuck. You, <laughs> I, you ain't trying to convert me because I'm stuck in my ways. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna allow the Holy spirit to do the work for you. I can't do that. That's the Holy spirit's job. Right. Mm -hmm. That's it. But do I have to sever the relationship because we no longer share the same spiritual condition? No, I don't think you have to sever the relationship. I just think, you know, it may just be a little different. It's different. That's, I got you. I got you. And like yeah. for me, I, I think I it's you. harder for me to answer because yeah. looking at this question, I'm like, you know, do I have any friends? Yeah. Like friends. When I think of friends, y'all know yeah. what I know, what, yeah. what I think of a friend. Yeah. That you know, it has a different belief than me. And mm -hmm. I'm like, eh, I don't know. Like, who do I know now that yeah. I'm friends with? We have the same spiritual conviction. And that's something that Carmen said, right? There may be a, the potential that eventually those friends will die off, right? Because you may be in different spaces, right? Mm -hmm. So, and I do agree. Like the, the people I'm talking about, our distance has grown tremendously. Mm -hmm. It has. Right. Um, because you know, again, we just don't seem the same spiritual belief, but what I don't want us to do, and this may, y'all may not agree with me and it's okay. We don't have to get along. You know, <laughs> we don't have to agree to get along, but what I think we cannot do is we cannot discard. Um, we can't discard people in our lives that do not share the same convictions we have because it's a possibility that what you believe in the light that you shine well, and how you act mm -hmm. may be, uh, may help them see the light. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. You I, know? I can see that. Um, so again, uh, to each his own, mm -hmm. right? Um, but again, I understand that word friend. Yeah, that word it. friend I, is like really like, I get you. Acquaintances yeah. to me, I feel like that would be yeah. me with an acquaintance. Okay. I and it's like, yeah. okay, what you believe, what I believe, mm -hmm. it may be different, yeah. but I'm still friendly yeah. with you. Yeah. We'll still talk. Yeah. We'll still have conversation and stuff like that. And then, you know, maybe, you know, through me, God, you know, you can learn who yeah. God is, Jesus is, and maybe he can save you. Yeah. But as far as a friend, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, I got you. I, I don't know. Understand. I just think yeah. the relationships is different. I got you. But, I, I mean, I guess it's, I guess there's no wrong right answer. It's no wrong right answer. That's as long as it doesn't allow that person is mm -hmm. that, that relationship is not influencing you. 
to go outside of your spiritual convictions. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, that's so, the main thing. Yeah. As long as you are firm, rooted, your, your foundation is secure. Um, you continue to be who you are. Again, let the Holy Spirit do the work. That's his job. Let him do the work. Right. Um, and that's it. Um, and the reality is, and, and, and I'll say this and we'll go. Um, some of those people that don't share those spiritual convictions um, are some of the nicest people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the ones that share my spiritual convictions, Ooh, some right of them folk. That. You right about that. Some of them folk. You right. Some of them folk. Yeah. Some of them folk. What? Say what, what, what? <laughs> Who do I want at my dinner table? <laughs> and we'll leave it like that. Thursday morning, 6 a.m. <laughs> What? Mm-mm. Say it. Say it. This was a great conversation. Unfortunately, I need us to do a podcast. Um, I need to do a podcast because I we, we have after yeah 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 because we have tips on how you can set up healthy boundaries, right? Um, from practicing to learning how to pause before you say yes, right? Tips on how to set up boundaries. So just look after, look out for that. Um, but next week. Progressively becoming relationship playback with friends. I'm not telling y'all who's coming on. You got to show. You got to show up. Uh, be nosy. Uh, chime in. Uh, but we have relationship playbook. Uh, we will be talking about relationships with some friends of ours. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Uh, Karma. Yes, it depends if the acquaintance doesn't know God. You can always be a light with a friend absolutely but with a friend things might get more distant and may die off correct and and, and if that happens you got to be okay with that literally i have friends who doesn't believe at all um but she's respectful to my beliefs if, if respect remains then i think you can continue in some form of relationship how that looks that's completely up to you mm-hmm. but um i know who i'm sitting at the table with and i'll say that <laughs> I'll sit at the Who table. would Jesus sit at the table? I'll sit at the table with Dino Brown. <laughs> anyway, thank y'all for joining us for another conversation. We love y'all. God we will see y'all Thursday morning, 6 a.m. Y'all have a good night. Take care. Take care, guys.